podcast here, uh, as I'm sure you heard, uh, the Stefan Gilmore has tested positive for COVID. Um, and who the heck knows what's going to happen now with the season? Uh, the Patriots, you know, you're going to have to assume that he had it before the game on Monday, um, that he got it from from um, from Cam Newton. You're going to have to assume that. Now, maybe that's not true, but you're going to have to assume that. And now, of course, right, of course, we don't know, right? The Chiefs haven't tested positive yet, but now we have the Titans have two more players that have tested positive now. A week later, um, a week after they started the, the initial outbreak. So we know we've seen this before, right? We've seen this. We know that COVID takes a while to get through your system. Some people, some people can test negative for 10 days and on the 11th day test positive. So we can keep testing these guys, but if an outbreak is going to happen, it's going to happen. And yes, the Patriots tested negative, of course, but now it seems like maybe not everyone is negative, obviously, because we have Gilmore positive. And so then the question becomes, what's going to happen on top of that, right? Okay, Gilmore test positive. Now what? Now what happens? Is anyone else going to test positive? Who else is going to test positive on top of that? And, you know, how long are the Patriots going to have to wait? Are they going to be able to play on Sunday? I don't know. They didn't practice today. So are they going to be able to practice tomorrow? If everyone tests negative tomorrow? I don't know. Tennessee, you're going to have to assume that Tennessee is going to test negative. You're going to have to assume that Tennessee is going to have to not play. I don't know for sure, but you're going to have to assume that they're going to not play because they can't even open their facility again. So I just don't understand how you can justify playing again this season. I I don't know. Uh, Certainly for them, at least right now. Kenneth, what's up, man? Hey, how are you, Pat? Good, thanks. Good, yeah. So uh, I follow this stuff pretty closely on the COVID side. And what I thought was interesting, uh, you know, in baseball, I thought for sure baseball was done. Uh, you know, everyone started testing positive and uh, same thing for the NBA. And so every time I, I kind of see the players testing positive and the coaches and, you know, and the staff, I'm like, oh, they're done. And they're, they're never done. <laughs> like, I right. Too much money on the line that they're going to figure out, like, you know, how to delay games or, you know, or they'll um, I, 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 that's really what I think is going to happen. They're just going to wind up delaying the games. They're not going to uh, suspend the season. I think unless you saw five, six, you know, 10 teams get hit and then, you know, and make it impossible for them to you know, put anything on, uh, you know, on Sunday and Monday. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's, well, that's what's going to happen. Seems like the Patriots game right now, as far as everyone knows, right now, the Patriots game is on. They're going to play it no matter what. They're going to do it. Um, and so that's, that's going to be an interesting thing as to, as to what's going to happen, um, you know, but they're going to do it. They're going to play. And they're going to just keep pushing forward. And like you said, there's so much money on the line where they're just going to say, hey, look, we're just going to keep playing. And, you know, and Schefter said it, you know, Schefter said it on Sunday. You know, listen, the NFL is prepared. Like, yeah, one or two positive tests isn't going to stop them. Now, one or two isn't exactly 22, which is in Tennessee. But, you know, unless there's a full scale outbreak like there was in Tennessee, they're going to let these guys keep playing. The problem, the problem with Tennessee is that. Well, they've already had their game rescheduled. They already had their bye. Now what if they don't play this weekend? Now what do you do? Now you get two games that Tennessee has to make up, and where are they going to make up those two games? So 
that's the question to me. I, I wonder, and I go back to, you know, and I talked about this last week, but I go back to 2001 when, you know, you had, when you had 9-11 and you had to postpone and you pushed everything back. Now, what they did is they took the week. So typically you have two weeks in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. They took one week away um, and moved everything back a week so that you only had one week between the NFC, the NFC and AFC championship game and the Super Bowl which you could still do. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a question as to what's going to happen. And then you're talking about a team now. You got rid of the bye. So now a team's going to have to play, you know, what, three straight weeks and then not have a bye. So basically four straight weeks. Theoretically, a team could have that. That's a lot in the oh, playoffs. Sure. But, I mean, you know. Do, do, do you um, – uh, hang on, I had a question, of course, and I lost it. Um, uh do you think that? Uh, oh, well, I was going to say was when was the last time a team actually forfeited, right? Like, could you imagine a situation where, hey, we can't field the team, so we're forfeiting the game, or you feel like they're really going to try to reschedule? I mean, that's a that's a great question. I mean, you theoretically you could forfeit, but the problem is, is that you would think that would have to come from the team and not from the league. Like sure. the league, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know, obviously I suppose theoretically they could, but like, imagine the league said to Tennessee, like, Hey, you can't play this weekend. So you have to forfeit. Like, that's crazy. And then you're talking about now the rest of the league, well, Buffalo's four and oh, and, and Tennessee was undefeated. So now Buffalo's, so now you're saying to the Patriots and everyone else in the AFC, Hey, Buffalo gets a free win because Tennessee can't play. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so then Pittsburgh looks at it and says, well, wait a second. We didn't have anyone test positive. And now we have to play Tennessee. How come they didn't forfeit when they had to play us? So I, I wonder to I wonder at a certain point if you look at it and say that's just not fair to the rest of the league. But if this keeps happening in Tennessee, I mean, at a certain point, what are you going to do? Like you, you just could you just quarantine Tennessee and say you can't play the rest of the year? I don't know. You know, like maybe they do say forfeit all your games and you're done. Yeah, well, that'd be so extreme. Um, so I was, I was thinking that Tennessee might, might just say, look, you know, we got 22 people sick right now. We cannot field the team, and so we'll forfeit, right? And that's really what you'd like to see is them do it. But right. I get, I get, <laughs> the teams be pretty irritated at Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's it. You know, like, and like I said, yes, I, I'm sure Tennessee could do that. I can't imagine that they would. I can't yeah. imagine that they would. Um, I, I'm sure there isn't necessarily a rule against it. Although maybe there is, I don't know. But I mean, I'm wondering when the last time the forfeit actually happened. I I can I cannot remember one in my lifetime. No, me neither. And and you would think like, why would they? You know, like it doesn't seem like there'd be ever a reason to forfeit. Uh, maybe you know, maybe back in the 30s and stuff when you know guys were working other jobs and couldn't make or who knows, you know what I mean. But at this point, I can't imagine that anyone's ever forfeited in the last you know. 70 or 80 years, you know? So, but Hey, I mean, but now we're, we're living in a new world. We're living in a new world and the Patriots, I I have to commend the Patriots because it seems like they always go above and beyond, you know, they are always striving to be the best. And so, you know, instead of just having these random no name people, you know, test positive, let's have our quarterback and the reigning defense player of the year test positive because you know, that's what we do. We, we, when we go, we go big, you know, I am shocked that um, – uh, so I remember you, uh, I'm, I'm a Duke – I have a, a degree from Duke, and uh, I remember when Jason Williams wiped out on his motorcycle, right? And he was, like, by contract, not allowed to ride a motorcycle. Like, literally yep. said – right? And so, you know, 
and I think he was playing for the Bulls. The Bulls like did actually totally enforce the contract, but he was clearly in no position to ever play again. And so like like you gotta wonder if if like Cam you know did something that he wasn't supposed to, right? <laughs> like, what's the context, right? Where did he actually catch this thing, right? Was he, did he go get wings at, you know, at some club or did, did it actually, like, you know, was right. it a, a team-related meeting? Like, I'm really interested in, like, what the source of it was for him. Well, right? that's the question, <laughs> right? Of course, like, the contact tracing is tough to know because it's like, how do you, how do you know exactly where he got it from? And then if he got it from there, like, was he doing the right thing? Was he not doing the right thing? Was it because he saw, you know, a woman? Was it because he went to a club? Was it because he wasn't being safe somewhere? Or was it something innocent where he just like went to the grocery store and happened to like pass some, like who knows, you know, it's just like, it's so hard to know exactly where he got it from. And that's what makes it difficult to, to enforce, you know? Um, well, I think what so, was interesting, right? Like basically create the bubble and that there there's real punitive action. If you don't respect the bubble, um, whereas the NFL, right a different approach right uh they're assuming that people can be responsible exactly well that's it you know what i mean and so we'll see and then you know oh man that's really that's the tough thing for me is that and and, you know ethan makes a great point about the chiefs i mean at this point right the chiefs playing too is it could be could be catastrophic but at the same token no one from minnesota has tested positive still and, you know, Tennessee's got 22 players that had it. So, you know, or 22 staff members, I should say. Not, they're obviously not all players. But even still, yeah, yeah, I argument. think that's the argument that the NFL is going to make. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to pause it. We don't have to, you know, the Chiefs can still play because they didn't catch it, you know. And so, but that's the hard thing is that, again, like I said, we're a week out of Tennessee. Tennessee's guy tested positive. Initial guy tested positive last Saturday. Okay, we're like 10, 11 days out, and they just had two more people test positive today. I mean, I guess technically yesterday, but even still, like, that's – it's crazy. So, um, but anyways, I got I to gotta jump off, but um, I just wanted to kind of get this out there. I mean, it's – man, obviously, Patriots-wise, concern, lots of concern. Um, but across the NFL, I mean, at this point – do we consider then going in a bubble? I think it's too late for that right now. So I don't know what the heck they're going to do moving forward. But as you said, Kenneth, I mean, we're just pushing through. We're just putting our head in the sand and saying, nope, we're just playing. doesn't matter. We'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, so, yep, exactly. So, <laughs> All right. Hey, good all time. Right. Hey, you too. Take care.